Na 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 In the real world, the cars and houses and time. There live two bohemian housewives with deep Midwestern roots. Lauren Besser, and I voted for Hillary Clinton. Hello, my name is Becca Claver, and I voted for Hillary Clinton. Women of the world take over. If you don't, the world will come to an end, and it won't take long. It will not take long. Oh, friends. A lot of possibilities still on the horizon few more than I'd like to see. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things are happening. A lot of possibilities left. So a lot of things yeah, are... A lot of fights to be fought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. To having the strength to to go through them. <laughs> yep. Because it's happening. It's going to happen regardless if we're, if we're ready. It's happening. It's, it's a all, wind. <laughs> and the wind it takes us. It's like a howling... Uh-huh. It's a winter night all of a sudden. We barely even had fall. It's been like 65 degrees for three weeks or something. And then snap. It's winter. It was in the 30s when I went to work this morning at like 10 a.m. Oh. And the wind is howling. So, you know. This the wind has not, something to say. There's no rest for the weary. That's for sure. Guys, it's been, um, I'm a year older I two days after the election, which I spent with my beloved Beckett Claver PhD, Dr. Beckett Claver PhD, um, and my f- former self knew that my future self would be really pumped about having a solo trip to New Mexico. I guess, <laughs> I guess I just like that, and I'm thankful for it because I was happy to leave on November 10th, so two days after it happened, and. While I was there, I've been waiting to do this, so I'm going to start this, by the way. Nice. While I was there, I got Becca a oh, present. Right. Oh, I forgot about this part. <laughs> I'm not, We don't have to get into immediately the whole the whole deal, but one of the but things I did... Let me pause and say, mm-hmm. did you remember that she said it was her birthday and she got me a present? <laughs> That's what it's like being friends with Lauren. No, it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is fun. I hope that that's really what it's like. Um, so I went to this place, Chimayo, mm-hmm. which has this sacred dirt because this cross was found buried in the dirt and it was taken to Santa Cruz. I imagine Santa Cruz, Mexico. I'm not sure if it's Santa Cruz, California. I'm assuming it's Santa Cruz, Mexico. Mm-hmm. and But I'm not sure. And it kept on reappearing in the dirt in New Mexico at Chimayo. Mm-hmm. Like 
in the sixteen hundreds in the dirt in the same form, just like magically would reappear there. And so they finally decided, okay, fine, we're gonna just build a chapel there. And so now there's like it's the number one pilgrimage, Catholic pilgrimage in North America. Wow. Or in America. I think there's in Mexico the Virgin of Guadalupe is has more. Um but so this place is like super duper Catholic spot to go visit. And it also has this like magic dirt uh-huh. that people rub on their ailments uh-huh. and leave their crutches and wheelchairs behind in the chapel at the altar because they can walk when they're leaving. Uh-huh. This kind of thing. So I decide to go. Would you call what you went on a Catholic pilgrimage? I would call it a divine feminine pilgrimage. Yes. And (laughs) because as I eat some french fries, because the Catholic part is really about Mary to me. And I see her as one of a divine feminine, you know, pillar. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Okay. So I guess she is. (laughs) What's up, Mary? (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Mary of Crown Heights. (laughs) Um, All the places that I went to, I was really trying to, like, pray to her. Yeah. And I like the idea of so many women all over the world praying to her. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a lot of feminine energy into a, a, a female deity, really. Mm-hmm. So that's how I relate to her. Yeah. And I was praying to Kali just as much as I was praying to Mary while I was there. But I was, you know, I was in Catholic country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, like, old churches and old history. So I went to Chimayo, wanted to put the dirt on myself, wanted to bring dirt back for you, dirt back for my family, dirt back for everybody. Like this is the sacred Catholic dirt. And I was able to turn around the Catholic traditions for myself. And I'm so excited and so great. So I drove an hour and a half in the mountains. It was beautiful. The light was perfect. It was just like gorgeous. There were big kind of grayish clouds against perfect blue sky. And it was just like magic. It was just magic. Fall trees, the whole thing. So I get there. I've got to go to the bathroom super bad. So I immediately go to the ladies, go to the bathroom, walk outside, step into the chapel at the exact moment that they, it's in half an hour before mass, but there's already people praying in there and there's a woman calling out prayers. And she, at the exact moment I step in, she says, um, and we're praying for traditional marriage and the end of abortion. And I was just like, fuck you guys! Ah, uh, oh, like this is fucking bullshit. Like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. in these dark days, how dare you? Like I was so distraught because I had had such a wonderful experience in the Santa Fe Cathedral a couple mm-hmm. days before. Mm-hmm. I was distraught, so I went to their Madonna Gardens, which has many, many, many statues of Mary, mm-hmm. and I said a whole rosary full of Hail Marys. And I said a whole like Buddhist prayer beads, um, prayers to Kali. So I was there for like two hours (laughs) doing these things after I had used the cross as a atham to like 
call in the directions. Because I was fucking pissed at these Catholics, and I am not a witch to fuck with you motherfuckers. Like, I will call the spirits onto your property, and they will find me, and they will bless this place as it needs to be blessed, because this is not the kind of magic that I'm looking for. I am so pissed. I mean, we've talked on the show before about how Catholicism and witchcraft are really just yes, sides of the same Exactly. Line. So but I think it no. has never been quite so clear <laughs> as in this story. <laughs> I was mad. Yeah. And so I said the rosary. I put the rosary on the sacred flaming heart of Mary. Yeah. In the Virgin of Sorrows, or Our Lady of Sorrows, um, which the statue that I was praying like the hardest at. I prayed at all of the statues that were there for Mary, but the ones that I did the full rosaries and the full um, prayer beads were at the Lady of Sorrows, and I didn't know that until the end. Mm-hmm. So that made me really excited because mm-hmm. of the time and space. It was my second to last day mm-hmm. on this like pilgrimage, <laughs> like birthday pilgrimage. And so I went up into the gift shop that they had there, mm-hmm. and I knew that I would find the Mary statue I was looking for there, and I did. She's here. She's great. Hey. I'm so pumped about her. But I oh. also... <laughs> yeah, she's not what I expected. She looks like... Um, a Civil War nurse or something. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Only on top. Yeah, yeah. She's really... She's not what I expected either, and I'm really oh, into her. Beautiful. Um, but I also oh, got this Our Lady of Sorrows thing right there that's hanging now. Yeah. And that almost is... It's it's very exciting. It has, like, swords on it. Mm-hmm. She has a sword in her heart. That's how I feel. Yeah, the, the tin or the metal framing is really... Mm-hmm. Nice Thank you. Too. Um... And then today you posted on the RHB Instagram what kind of um, what kind of witch you are yeah. as per your sign, and yeah. I'm a nocturnal witch, which I am, and, I'm and a you're a kitchen witch, witch, which is not actually true. Although, like when I was really poor and had to pay rent for two for the last two years, I did kind of teach myself how to cook a little bit, um, just because I had to save money and well, order seamless all the time. And so I'm becoming more of a kitchen witch, I will say, although it wasn't at all true. In fact, I didn't really know how to make mac and cheese until very late in life. Well, <laughs> it's interesting that you should say that because I got you a present at Chimayo after I called in the spirits. Mm-hmm. And today, when I saw that you were a kitchen witch, this made even more sense because this is Santa Marta, who is the patroness of hospitality, mm. inns, innkeepers, restaurants, cooks, waitresses, and housewives. Oh my god. And she is in the kitchen. Marta. So when I saw that you're a kitchen a witch. Sweet bucket and <laughs> sweet bucket. <laughs> She's got an apron and a halo. Mm-hmm. She's got a chair and a little, oh, I guess it's a door. It's just perspective. There's a little perspective going on. Maybe it's a window. It's hard to tell. You know, I hear that when God closes a door, <laughs> he opens a window. Oh, my God. This is fucking amazing. Thank you. I mean, when I There's saw like the housewives, you know what I mean? When I saw the housewives, I was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe and because of our Catholic roots, but also like worshiping the divine feminine, I'll take some saints. I'll take a housewife yeah. saint. Why not? Oh my God! Feast day, July twenty ninth. Yeah, your month. 
It's July. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's raining it in on the Leo. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's not exactly, <laughs> but are fine. Mm-hmm. No, it's I, not exactly. There are a lot of wonderful Leos out there. Yes. Hey guys. Hey Leos. This is amazing. So, and I also got you um, a, a wildcrafted sage smudge stick. What? Which is in my other bag, and yeah. I'll go get that. And then I also got um. It's come in handy. One other thing, and I can't remember, but. I love you so much. I love you too. My saint of Happy housewife. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <coughs> Happy birthday Happy to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So um I'm sorry, I couldn't wait to do go through the list. I just had to like give you the present. No. I just wanted to. I had been waiting the whole time. <laughs> You know I had. <laughs> Please. And so that's So <clears throat> I feel like, speaking of witchcraft, mm-hmm. that one of the things that's struck me in the last couple of weeks as I'm trying to figure out, like, how to come at this terrifying situation with whatever power and resources I have I've been, I've been thinking it's probably not a coincidence that like all the witches have been coming out in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like, you know, it's something that we talk about, but the fact that we talk about it is like interestingly aligning with what's happening with young women mm-hmm. all over, which mm-hmm. is that like, you know, and it always gets instantly co-opted. And so yep. like all of a sudden witchcraft feels like, an Urban Outfitters thing or something, but it felt that way in the '90s too. To be honest, you know, like it, it did. It always feels like instantly co-optable, but it's not actually. And I feel like there has been this kind of um, testimony that I've seen online, anyway, to the fact that like the witches are back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so one of the things mm-hmm. that I've been thinking in the last couple of weeks is like, yep. oh, it's such a great coincidence that there has been like the rise of this fierce feminine power it's not like we just need to like discover it now it's like we've been building up our resources for the last few years yeah and you see it too in like the discussions about consent and campus sexual assault and like all these things that have been happening it's not like it's not visible in the wider culture too that there is this you know rise of witchiness of feminine resistance you know it's there mm-hmm. and so I just want to affirm that it is present that it yes. has been building and I just want to call out what I see and recognize that all these powers that we have been gathering are important and we have them so let's recognize that we have them so that we can use them I couldn't agree with you more and I'm very happy that you said it because we talked a little bit during our 50th episode I think I said something about being bummed around like Urban Outfitters culture and like I don't know if we it was such an exciting time it was such an exciting episode and so it was hard to stay on any one thing for too long especially for myself my goodness but I feel I'm glad you said this because what I wanted to say then is that I I get bummed about it but mostly I'm excited because if anyone's doing it the more that people are getting in touch with what it means to them to be connected spiritually that is outside of the defines of conf- and conf- confines 
of traditional religion I'm pumped about, especially if it has to do with like self or like originating stories of what it means to be divine. (laughs) Especially. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Definitely. Especially that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like part of saying like witchcraft and Catholicism and Inquisition and all these things go hand in hand is is acknowledging that like in times of terrifying patriarchal power. Mm -hmm. Yeah patriarchal, white supremacist, etc. power, that there is a counterforce that rises as well. Yeah, and right. I think it's happening and has been happening, so. And I think it's something... It mm-hmm. I was talking today with honoring our sister Sarah Louise, but <laughs> about... Um, get it out quick. About, um, yeah, like self-care and staying clear. Sarah said something about... Um, use the word nourishing as opposed to self-care which I really liked because it was it's not self-care sounds like some we decided it was like a cousin of the word witchy mm-hmm. it kind of feels a little like, like lofty yeah like there's mm-hmm. it feels a little yeah. like dumb like only self-care today mm-hmm. but it's like is that because I reject taking care of myself or is it because it's packaged in a weird way yeah but I did really I like this idea yeah, yeah you know for me I, yeah exactly <laughs> I did like this what she said about like nourishing yourself through like care mm-hmm. that made it, it feel really nice yeah. And I also has been like digging back to some like goddess feminism from decades back and pulling out the quotes and images, uh trying to. Mm -hmm. I feel like she is seeking. Mm -hmm. I mean, she has that power, but she's seeking power and testifying to it. Mm -hmm. Uh Totally. Yeah. Always. She was also when we were talking, we were also saying like staying clear, like being able to take, like be a part of the new get the news into our brains and process it and the pain and the embarrassment and the responsibility that we have and all the different parts that come so much to the surface now that maybe were always present before in different ways for each person. And, you know, now more than ever, we need to like really maintain some sort of calm and peace at our center and cores mm-hmm. so that we're able to like s- sway with the pain that's a- mm-hmm. upon us or something mm-hmm. so that we're like bending like reeds but like strong in it mm-hmm. some somehow and I yeah. think it comes from somehow being able to like release and cleanse the spirit mm-hmm. I don't know what that looks like quite yet I know there's a lot of different ways that I hope to integrate, but I'm not sure what that looks like. I look forward to talking about it. (laughs) But I do know that staying clear, I think, is going to be essential to, like, moving, being able to be productive. Because I want to make, I want to be productive. And I know that it's going to be hard. Yeah, and, like, we are very aware of the fact that not everyone is able to stay clear. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, those who can do it and can use their energy for that and apply it then Mm -hmm. yeah step up yep thank god for delivery french fries (laughs) no 
they are really good. They're so good, aren't they? There's another thing, the don't worry. Mayo, the sriracha mayo. The sriracha mayo is really killer. So do you want to say more about what you're learning about self-care? <laughs> um, I think that maybe that was kind of it. Like, I... I'm thinking about your trip, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've had a really rough year. I've been super depressed, well, for like a couple years now. Um, a couple things came together to lead me on this trip to New Mexico. Um, but I don't know. It's like I'm barely even totally... Pr- I went to go do like Divine Feminine Mary worship. I went to like get into hot spring water that was going to rebirth me <laughs> and I was went to go back to the west because I love it so much and I used to live in Colorado for a little while and I don't spend any time I don't take solo trips anymore I used to do that pretty often so it was like magical all around everything was the like I got um some crow medicine some hummingbird medicine and some coyotes medicine coyotes were like howling when I was doing this one ritual the day before my birthday so that was really exciting and the you know full moon was on my birthday so that was very exciting so there was you know it got lost in the super moon that's right (laughs) right you're right that's right (laughs) yeah I did I took a little hike because I wanted to see the sunset on the last day of my 35th year, which was just a doozy. As I said before, I had gone to church that morning and had a really intense, powerful, and positive experience at the cathedral in Santa Fe and drove up north to this place, Ojo Caliente, which has these mineral springs, and got into the water and wrote down intentions after that and like burned them in the fire the day before my birthday. And then, was it... Oh, so it was on my birthday I got lost, right? Yeah, I think it was on my birthday. Say that a sentence. Say that a sentence. <laughs> exactly, on so my birthday. It was on my birthday. Then I got I lost, lost, right? <laughs> so I, I did. It was my. It was the. I wanted to see the sunset of my first day at thirty-six. That's what it was, and so I went up on this hike and got up into this these like hills, these like desert sort of hills. You know, there's a trail, but it's like desert so it kind of just all looks the same Mm -hmm. especially as the sun setting and the sun was setting and I had had two glasses of red wine before I even took off on the trail which was liquid courage yeah a little liquid courage and (laughs) possibly like a little reckless like I shouldn't have done that (laughs) I think I know better but that's okay and then I called my dad and my and Becca and my stepmom Becca and talked to them while I was like wandering around off the trail as the sun was setting and like got off the phone with them and the last words I said to my stepmom were like oh no I wonder where the trail is and Becca my stepmom can be like a little like nervous she's like wait do you want to stay on the phone I was like no no it's okay don't worry I didn't want anyone to worry but like I was like oh snap it is dark as fuck and I literally don't know where the trail is and I wasn't I have to be honest I wasn't like deep in the for the lands of the desert i i mean that's not what it was but i was like up like you know there were some little hairy spots that you had to yeah. climb down and once i was up there i didn't really know exactly what was going on and it's also on like, like coyotes 
stuff. Coyotes. And it's also on um, ruins. So you walk through this, like, these paths that have, like, shards of pottery all over the place. Like, ancient pottery. It's wild. The whole vibe is just wild. And so you're just a little... And, you know, you've been praying for a week. And it's the full moon. And you're just a little connected to spirit in a way that maybe you're, like, I'm in a desert moonscape land. And ghosts are going to come out and get me. So I waited for the moon to rise and on my way down, finding a spot to be like, okay, the moon's going to come and I'm going to find, I'll be able to find. There was once, it was just a little, it was, it was nerve wracking. I was scared. I was totally scared. And then this guy was standing sort of like close to this like hairy spot that I couldn't tell was the, the, um, the path. And he was like, oh, I'm just waiting for the moon to rise and I was like yes like I am too friend hello and then like we were already there you know what I mean like all of a sudden it was like we'd, I, the everything the panic was released and I like did you make out definitely not <laughs> <laughs> I was like do you mind if I follow you down and like there was like half a like three minutes that we spent like I I found it was great it was really awesome <laughs> sounds a little scary it was scary sometimes I mean, to, like, meet a human animal is sometimes scarier mm-hmm. than meeting an animal. animal. But at that point, I could, like, see where I was going. Oh, the okay. lights of where I was. Like, yeah. I was already in the clear. Yeah. And I knew you by seeing... it was, like, a serial killer. I wasn't... Red wine. I, there was red <laughs> wine involved. I wasn't scared that he was a serial killer at all. But I definitely was, like... I knew my phone. The other thing is my phone worked. I could have easily called, but I would. My pride. I've climbed the fucking Himalayas. I'm going to call like I'm fifteen, five minutes up, five ten minutes up your trail, but it's dark now and I'm a city girl oh and I can't God. handle it. Himalayan Do you know what I mean? Pride. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> this should be the name of a tea or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Himalayan mm. pride. Yeah. So the the full moon led me back that's right yeah it was great it's really perfect it's like yeah you know, when people go on retreats and they try to like simulate this shit or something like that's that's what happened to you mm-hmm. you had to like get lost and get found or whatever exactly Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. That's what happened. And then the next day, I like, yeah, yeah, like bathed myself in this mud they have, and like okay. stood in the cold wind and let it dry. And everyone was like, "This person, I did it three times, like praying while I was washing it off in a bathtub, in like a Very huge thing." Man. It was cold the last day I was there. Uh, okay. It was and the sun was not out. The sun was okay, but like, wait, where was this bath? Like, what's it? set the scene? <laughs> set the scene. So there's a. It's this. It's sort of like a um, King Spa or Spa Castle, but like with mineral waters coming from the ground of New Mexico. So they have places that you can sleep and they also have like day, you just come for the day and soak for like 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's like a very, it's the best. Which one did you do? I stayed there. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. I went to one in Santa Fe that I just went in for the day mm-hmm. for like a couple hours at night when I drove there. That was my first stop. I was like, I'm going to go get into water and like baptize the pilgrimage. Yeah. It was very baptizing the whole fucking time. Yeah, you got- <laughs> the whole time yeah, was born and born uh-huh, a million uh- times over. <laughs> and you weren't going online, right? 
I wasn't going on Facebook. You weren't going on Facebook. Why did you eliminate Facebook? Because it is so fucking intense. And like two (laughs) days after the election, are you kidding? It was like, uh, it was was insane. I was, I couldn't. And so like anything would be on Facebook during yeah. those two days, so I want to hear what it was like. <laughs> I couldn't. Well, I knew that I was just. It was going like, I almost canceled the trip. I was almost like, "Fuck this!" Like, I have to be here to like protest. I can't. And then I had this moment of like, "This is what old twenty-six-year-old Lauren does." Like twenty or thirty-six-year-old Lauren, like does the thing that she's planned and put money into, and like this is and then like it's her ritual death that she's been planning for yeah. like months and here of course is what happens like just before like yeah I need to shed all sorts of stuff so I can come back stronger and better and yeah steadier to like be a part of the make an impact like this is and so it felt kind of crazy to do but it also felt like this is what this is the plan and I'm not letting him take this from me and like this is the thing and this is what I'm doing and I've needed this and I'm I'm good I have all these like spiritual intentions that I have around this and I just like it has to I it's time and so yeah I didn't go on Facebook I, I mean there was a couple times where I needed to like find somebody's spelling of their name to find their th- whatever yeah. like so that like I was on but I didn't engage like whatsoever yeah so and, it's like in order to remove yourself from society you have to leave the place where you live mm-hmm. and you and have to go off Facebook, Facebook. Like the other society yeah it's uh-huh. interesting uh-huh. This didn't used to be the part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because well, Twitter didn't like, feel that de- way. The decision is wise, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Facebook is like friends commenting and you have to respond and this and there's and, and, and so many articles and so much stuff yeah. and so many and who knows what's... It was just like, I need to take... Mm-mm. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. It's and, all going to... you think it worked? Like... Yes. Yeah. I'm still in... Like, I'm still... Getting back in into the headspace of being a part of yeah. social media in terms of Facebook and like consuming news and all that kind of stuff because yeah. I really wasn't doing. I was reading stuff on Twitter. I was reading articles that were posted from people that I'm excited to read from, but like not a. T- I was like the bare minimum of what I could do during that time. That was a responsible yeah. thing to do if you're on a religious pilgrimage. Like I was <laughs> like, I still need to participate in yeah. some way. What I was really radically protective of the time. And I also, and what I did, it was I found out that after he's inaugurated, there's 1,460 days of his presidency. And I was like, that's, I ha- I can take seven days off. Yeah. I can take seven days. And these seven days, people are going to be the most panicked. And nobody at this point actually, like, we don't, we've got to figure it out. And I personally need to steady myself and find my sleek and deliberate plan of involve like the best way of getting myself to be a impact of any kind yeah so I feel like that's the thing that I super need to focus on and I feel like being sort of like quiet in this panic space is is a privilege that I have I see that for sure and I also see it as like kind of the only way to yeah, no, and, at this and point. Compassion for all ways of coping. Right, that's what I say. So yeah, can you I, talk about that? Yeah, so I put up. Well, in the days after the election, when you were not on Facebook, I was on Facebook all the time, mm-hmm. and I saw people reacting in all these various ways. And by the way, like I could tell that they were like feeling the same thing, like mm-hmm. disappointment, fear, shock, whatever. 
but they were reacting in all these different ways depending on their personalities. So almost instantly, once people like felt like they had any words that they could say at all, which like I still kind of don't feel like I have any words that are useful yet. Um, almost as soon as people started putting things in words, other people started judging their uh-huh. reactions. And it was like, too soon to be hopeful. And it was like, oh, these fucking millennials or whatever, you know, like, so hopeful that everything's going to be okay. And then, you know, I don't know, just everyone kind of revealed their personality right. Right. ticks. And so then yeah, right. I put up this post that just said compassion for all ways of coping because I thought, like, because we're not going to get anywhere if, like, we're reacting and then judging each other's reactions and, like, step yeah, one, compassion up. for always. Here, here. Because, like, we have to start by understanding that, like, we're actually, we're not going through all the same thing. Like, I will not say that, like, white people are going through the same thing as, like, we were obviously in a deeper denial, um, much deeper. Absolutely. Um, so I'm not going to say everyone was going through the same thing, but everyone was going through a lot of different things differently. And instead of judging that, I was like, okay, step one, we just have to have a compassion for that. And then like, that's the only way we can like build on this to like get coalition forces going is if we can be like, I understand that you are different from me and you react different from me, differently from me. And so, yes, um, like, Yes. I accept that and understand we can still have a shared cause. And so I just thought, like, this is this is where we have to start. So I put up this post, and then it just said compassion for all ways of coping. That was it. And then, like, an hour later, or very soon after, I realized that I had to start documenting what I was seeing. And, like, that's what my poems do a lot. Like, that's what a lot of the poems in Empire Wasted do, and, like, just kind of one of the modes in which I'm writing right now, which is sort of like cultural document. So then I just started writing down all the ways of coping that I was witnessing online or that people were mentioning to me and just made a list poem out of it. So um, this poem is not done at all. And if anyone has any additions, <laughs> you'd like to give me your way of coping, you can email us at realhousewivesofbohemia at gmail.com. But in the meantime, um, let me read what I have so far. So, compassion for all ways of coping. Staying in bed. Raging. Naive optimism. Constant tweeting. Wine. Whiskey. Crying in private. Crying in public. Ranting. Raving. Barfing. Proselytizing. Moralizing. Rallying, marching, freeway blocking, petitioning, building narratives, dismantling narratives, sense-making, shock, denial, mourning, wearing black, wearing funny t-shirts, wearing pantsuits, unplugging, obsessive refreshing, punching, kicking, kickstarters, house meetings, benefits, destroying property, Calling your dad, blocking your mom, planning, starting secret Facebook groups, sharing poems, sleeping all day, staying up all night, separatism, safe housing, sugar, carbs, kale, quinoa, cotton candy, 
leaving the TV on, leaving the radio on, Pollyanna, Debbie Downer, driving a famous poet's car upstate, dreams about answers, dreams about political heroes, nightmares, haiku practice, satirical news. But didn't the roses mean anything to them? Oh, I forgot I added that one from one of my former students who came to my reading at Rutgers for Mrs. Dalloway. <laughs> but didn't the roses mean anything to them? Love it. And then one of my current students who is, you know, like old enough to be this former student's mom was like, actually, I read Mrs. Dalloway differently. I feel like she is... Um, She's being naive in this moment where everyone's looking around and like talking about the news of the day and she wants to care about the roses. And my student, this young millennial, was like, I don't know, like she knows what's important. So, um, I love it. Compassion for all ways of coping. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah, I feel, I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful that I took some time off because I think that my rage meter would be out of control because my rage meter is very high all the time you know what I mean we know it is and I'm pretty ragey and pumped about being I like it I like being yes yeah yeah yeah, exactly like Like depending on your personality yeah yeah and I just like and I rage just on a on a a Tuesday that's not election day and I just you know, I was saying to Sarah, like, to the point where my mom thinks I need to start boxing to like, and I think I'm going to start boxing on Tuesdays as a, nice. yeah, as a, oh, as a yeah. thing. Yeah. Super to like take them. Yeah. Super Tuesday. Take it super back. Tuesday. Take it back. Idea. Take it back. Yeah. I think I'm going right, to box on Tuesdays. It's the sad anniversary for <laughs> yeah. sure. So I'm going to yeah. start boxing. And I also was thinking that maybe I might, I might take a day to just post like not terrible stuff. Mm-hmm. Some great art projects that are happening mm-hmm. in Mississippi, mm-hmm. for example. For example, do you know what's Not at all. <laughs> They're not there, e- though. Not even. I'm sure there's. I'm gonna find one for sure. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. any, just some cool shit to like. Mm-hmm. Maybe like just take back Tuesday on a different level completely just like it's Wait, not back Tuesday is that a hashtag I don't know but I think it oh, is, it is. <laughs> oh, it is. Hey, yeah everybody, hashtag take back Tuesday yep Celebrate yep that's it's the sort... great art in the world and the great forces of resistance yeah it just sort of it feels like yeah go boxing do you know what I mean like Tuesday's the day to like take care of yourself mm-hmm. this is what this thing you I was what? saying was Tuesday actually is already my self-care day it is or my nourishment nourishment <laughs> if yes will, if you will. will a little nourishment for oneself yeah yeah but lately i've been spending it on bull buses so it's not really november's a little iffy but in general yeah therapy and yoga yeah that's what happens on tuesday yeah so you're already doing it you're already ta- you've already so taken t- back I your take tuesdays back tuesday well no i gotta take it back again because i've been Traveling on bolt buses. Yeah, so take it back. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's time. It's, it's time. time again. Can't wait. <laughs> it's so exciting. It really is. I really feel like it's a. It's yeah. it's going to be a good day to do it. So tomorrow, are you going to start boxing? 
No, not tomorrow because I've got to like buy the classes and stuff. I haven't done that yet, but I am going to, I think I get back on Sunday. So I think that Sunday or the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, I'm going to do it. That's when I'm going to start. Nice. Yeah. I can't wait. It's very exciting. I just think it's the right, you know, I want to fucking fuck shit up. And so, and I can't, I need to be focused. I need to be able to like, there's going to be so much grief and so much pain and so much like reckoning with oneself and the structures that we live in. And like, I just feel like it's going to be really important for me as an individual to like, to have a giant muscles and to be (laughs) like, have like structured ways of rebellion that are also like taking care like boxing feels like it's like, fuck you, but also it takes, gets a lot of shit out of me. I think it's perfect. Yoga is a great thing because it's like quiet time for oneself that's like also stretching. But, you know, there's just some. So I'm excited. So what about getting back into politics? Me? Yeah. Becca, no. I don't want to. Okay. I want to write. I'll write about it. I know that it's been suggested to you. Many times. And I just wanted to hear where you're at with that. I just... No pressure. I no, don't no. care. I take... I mean, I no, I know. I know, of course. I don't mind. I know you don't. <laughs> you're, do you see, though, how much like stress <laughs> is involved in the answer for me? Um, because it's like... I would... I want to... I want... I, I don't mind organizing. I like political organizing. And I like... And there's some moves I want to make kind of in that direction that I'm not exactly, can't really say yet, guys. But, you know, I'm ready to make some moves in that direction in some capacity. But I really, like, I really want it to be writing. And I kind of think that one of the ways that is going to be the most important for me is not only to talk about, like, the oppression, but to talk about the privilege two times the amount as the oppression and to talk about, like, unpack that in a way. Because I feel like there's such a ease in, like, white feminism of, like, yeah, yeah, okay, sure, intersectionality, yeah, I get it. Or, oh, sure, sure, privilege, yeah, sure, okay, fine. But there's not, it doesn't, I don't see, maybe on Facebook or that, yeah. but there's, I don't know if there's, like, a document of, like, a white woman of today of like born and raised of white feminism trying to unpack that in a way that's accessible and radical like that isn't candy coated and like sex in the city drenched but is is still yeah Yeah. like or maybe it is (laughs) drenched in self sex in the city who knows but yeah like that that interrogates oneself on a as a player of a system that is as an archetype and all those kind of things. So mm-hmm. that's something that I'm excited the way of, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't well, know. Yeah, and you're yeah. already writing towards that, like what you wrote about the election that you published on Medium a couple days before, mm. like informs my shame and embarrassment about the fact that 53% of white women voted for Trump. Ugh. And I will continue to call him that for the next 48 yeah. years, by the way. Never saying his name on this show. Um, I you, you really articulated what like internalized misogyny looks and feels like, and so even though I'm so embarrassed and ashamed that all these white women voted for him, I know that the real problem is that they hate themselves and they're surrounded by men who treat them like this, and so it feels safe and familiar to them. And yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. 
It's so fucked up. And yeah, like I want, yeah, I want to talk. I just, yeah, that's the kind of, so I do want to get back involved in politics, yeah. but I want it to be with my written word. Great. So, awesome. and some organizing stuff, some, that stuff too. I can, I can, I can do some of that. So I have another question for you. This okay. This is an emotional question. Okay. It is, but it isn't too. Do you still think Wisconsin is the greatest state in no, the No, it's lost. It's oh, done. I know. Yeah. I can't believe you asked it because I know. I haven't been even ready to talk about it, but I know that it's gone. It's not. I used to, I know Wisconsin's the greatest state in the union. No more. I know. That's what I'm dealing with too. And poor me, who cares? But here's this place I was from and it hadn't gone red since I was three years old and going back home whenever I do next time will not feel the same. And it's just like a reality and it's not, who cares? Uh, you know, people are going to put on, get put on registries based on their religion. Like that's an important thing to talk about. Who cares? I'm going to be sad when I was going, when I'm going to back to Wisconsin, but it's just a weird thing. You know, it's a weird thing. Well, and feel it's like the place you're from is not that what it once anymore. was. Yeah. yeah. And it's also, it's not, it's, it's, yeah, sure, it's, it's, it's not as grave as a registry, but it also is a mark in time of, of change towards something And we're both evil. housewives with deep Midwestern roots. Yeah, and it's, it was, it's, and I became an activist there. We gotta reckon with those roots and know that when people give an example of, like, bad shit happening in this country and union busting and everything Scott Walker stands for, you know, like Scott when Walker, give, Paul give Ryan, examples of like what to watch out for. They're like, you don't want to turn out like Wisconsin, and it's just yeah, you don't want to turn out like Wisconsin, and Wisconsin has this like deeply progressive fucking history yeah. since the beginning and of the country. When there were unions fighting for workers so uh, that a billionaire didn't have to lie and pretend to. Oh, it's so painful. That? Yeah, and just to know, like, my friends, my family's from there. My friends are from there. I became an activist there. I learned the progressive way there. I, it is, it has, I say time and time again, it's the greatest state in the union. And I had to, I, I knew in New Mexico, I, now I think, and honestly, I feel like I was like thinking it might be New Mexico because they, everybody, they're blue and it's gorgeous. And everyone was talking about, everyone was talking about it. And it, I mean, I, you know, I was there for seven days. I can't call it the greatest state in the union yet, but <laughs> I'm devastated when to say there, Wisconsin's I not. Wisconsin I'm devastated. It used to be. No. We, and the university is being just ravaged by fucking like, so they can't do stem cell research anymore and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's just like. Yeah, I have a colleague at Rutgers who just left Wisconsin, like basically just had to get out. Ugh. Yeah. It's so brutal. So it's very sad, and yet forward. Yeah, right? well, right, so as sad. Wisconsin says, forward. 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 It's the only way to go. It is the only way to go. Mm -hmm. It's the only way to go. And I do, there's, um, what did, I'm, what Keelan, can we say what Keelan said? Probably. About um, Susan Sarandon. Honoring our sisters, Keelan, um, I guess, texted Becca on election night. Well, I guess Susan Sarandon's going to get her fucking revolution <laughs> or something to that. Exactly Is that it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it has stuck with me. And it's, and, but I do, there's, 
<laughs> this switch is just painful. Fuck you, Susan. I should Fuck. add. Yeah. I should add Susan Sarandon scapegoating. <laughs> you <laughs> to should. To compassion for all of Yeah, family. that is absolutely a total. That's a, that's one. Celebrities scapegoating off. Of well, your it might. I think Susan's if you have really. Any opinions, you can email me. Mine. I vote Susan. <laughs> I vote Susan. I just. Uh, but. It's. I. I just look fighting. I look forward to fighting with everybody together. I really do. Yeah. I just want to like fight this fight together, and yeah. I want to listen more, and I want to work harder, and I, I just I want to use my life for it. Like I just yeah. I don't. I've been like joking, like what a joy it was to perform comedy in the Obama years. Like it's like I got there was this little respite of like of this just golden time of but I do I, I feel like there's so so much space for change via comedy. Yeah. But I also feel like there's this other thing that I have to kind of re enter mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's the As a wise haiku once said they'd become adults. No. Comedy, poetry, law. Bob bought pizza too. <laughs> yeah, it's like you do what you can where you are, yeah. do the work that you're doing. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully you go above and beyond that too. But there's a lot of stuff to do right where we are. Yeah. And it'll be a good time for art, that's for sure. I know someone a couple there's some comedians that are joking about that, that it's just like, oh now we have just like endless material and it's like fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be you. opportunistic about it, but um, like one of one of the things that I am on the ways of coping list is definitely the Pollyanna, where I'm like, well, the silver lining is, and everyone's like, shut the fuck up, like we're not ready for that yet, you know? Like, are you a silver lining? Oh yeah, oh big oh, time. Oh wow, okay. Oh big time, and so. Oh my god, I'm like the apocalypse <laughs> is fucking upon us. Yeah, and so I have to rein it in because I know how annoying other people find it. But I do think it's going to be a good time for art. And I also felt at the protest that I went to um, the Saturday after the election that went from Union Square up Fifth Avenue to Trump Tower from 14th to 56th. Um, and that was massive. Like people on the ground said 50K and yes. the news reported 25,000 people. It was huge. It was the largest protest I had ever been a part of. And there were signs, you know, pussy grabs bag. Immigrants' rights signs, yes. Um, Black Lives Matter signs, um, love Trump's hate, whatever. Like there were signs for every issue that needed to be addressed urgently, and so that was both terrifying in terms of like, oh my god, we have to fight this battle on all these fronts, and also one of the most beautiful things I'd ever seen. Yes, yeah. there was just this very Ugh. visual demonstration of um, coalition and solidarity and the fact that and intersectionality it really was kind of a it was like a visual representation of what that might look like because we understood that we were all together against white supremacist capitalist imperialist heteropatriarchy has bell hooks and other sites so yeah it was so that's my silver lining, and yeah, maybe, and there maybe are that's annoying, 
but I, that's, I'm that's just where testifying it is. Yeah. what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is, like, there are those, I feel like there are those moments. I had moments like that in New Mexico, just, like, talking one-on-one to people that I was, like, looking at jewelry with, you know, like having these like profound hour long conversations with the woman the two women I bought my hat from yeah you know it was like very they were these like older ladies working the like 10 o'clock shift at the hat store both had safety pins on Uh I was like oh are you wearing those because of and they were like oh yes (laughs) absolutely yes of course we are of course and I was like oh I don't I don't have mine yet. I was like, you know, I'm I'm on a trip, and I was of course telling everyone I'm on a solo birthday trip, and I'm just like, I was like, <laughs> do you have any? Just, just, like, is anything? Any? And so one of them gave me their safety pin, and the other one went and found. No, the same one went, went into the back and found this little charm that has the statue Conquistadore, who's the oldest Mary in North America, that's yeah. in the cathedral in Santa Fe, and. It has her, not Mary, the stat, but the statue on it. And they were like, she was like, I don't know whose this is. And I don't know. I think it was maybe just someone dropped it. And maybe they meant to drop it. And they were sort of like blessing the place. And I didn't know who I was going to give it to. But now I know that it's you. Wow. It was, wow. the whole trip was just, it was, it was bonkers. Magic. It was yeah. magic, magic. Uh-huh. But like these things where you're interacting with people because I had my Hillary pin on. On one of the hikes, I was like coming across this family. And this woman had like all these kids just this like gaggle of like five to eight year olds just like around her. And I was coming down by myself and I had the like Hillary signature pin, not my big election one, but like the more understated, sleek, beautiful one for victory because we did win the popular vote by a lot. (laughs) And so, and she, again, counting. And she was like, I love your pin. And like put her hand over her heart, and I as we were passing each other, and I was like, "Thank you," and I put my hand over my mm-hmm. heart, and she was like, "No, thank you," and I was like, "We're gonna make it," and she was like, kind of like nodded and got tears in her eyes, and like I passed and got tears in my eyes. There was like, it was, there's, there are, it's, there is a, uh, you know, people talk about it feeling like September 11th, like this camaraderie with strangers and like weeping with strangers and the day after election was just like i mean i didn't see a smile on the street there wasn't a laugh it was silent no one it was just dead silent it's so weird i had to teach the next day so i had to get up get on the subway and get on the new jersey transit and then i walked into my office late while um, Hillary was giving her concession speech, and I just like asked my coworkers if I could watch with them because they were watching. One of them was crying, and everyone was crying in public that day. Yeah, and um, I was just trying to hold it together because I knew I had to teach. But I like brought my Diana Prima, my Sony Sony Sanchez, and I was like, you know, we just Becca. Copied and pasted. Like I made photocopies of this Audre Lorde quote that I love so much that I put up on election day that ended up being like another weird ominous thing um, and you know like just let my students talk the whole class and then like gave them this Audre Lorde quote and we talked about it and then they were just told to free write about it <laughs> like that was oh my, my class so, you're just could you you guys <laughs> like just for a moment let's pause and imagine being Becca's student <laughs> like what a goddess given 
gift. These kids are like total sweeties too. And so I would just you I would I would not have lied to you. I lied to every professor I had and except for very few. I would have excelled in your class. Aww. I would have. <laughs> that means a lot I would have. I would have loved yeah. you. I mean, I do love you obviously, but like <laughs> like oh my god, if you walked in like my teacher. I, I do try to get the ones who are, you know, like clearly trying to like slip away and do their thing to like get faster. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do try. Oh. So, so anyway, yeah, it was really hard. Like I'm not going to pretend that it was easy, but because I had to show up to work and then show up to teach in the oh, afternoon, Becca. I was just like all right, time to rally the forces. And then I realized everyone else, like, hadn't even left their house that day and, like, called in sick and all stuff. And I was like, oh, like, no wonder right. I'm, like, this, like, <laughs> annoying, like, hey, everybody, look what I'm teaching today. Or whatever, <laughs> like, because I just, like, had to do that in order to leave sure. the house. Sure, you know? yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Makes fucking sense. I think I went to bed at 7 p.m., and got up at 5 to pack and left at 7 a.m. I just didn't. I went out for a walk. I got acupuncture. I had a very easy day <laughs> afterwards, but I was weeping on the street and in the acupuncture clinic, and it was, you know. And then, yeah, four days later, I had to have a book party. With yeah, Becca. Weird. Becca, was, by the way, you guys. Pew, 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 pew. Becca's real book is out. Like, I just scheduled all these poetry readings for November because it was the month my book was coming out. And now I just have to, like, show up. And thank God I wrote this, like, book full of dark American poems, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Or else it just, like, would be a total disaster. What if I had written a book about birds or something, you know? Yeah, no, (laughs) for real. That'd be bad. Yeah. (laughs) Instead, it's just, like... I'm reading these poems that were written many years ago that describe the world we live in, and I'm not, like, trying to call myself prophet or something. But I am one. But it's more just, like, it's a reminder to me, too, that in spite of my, like, annoying white person shock at the the America it turns out I live in, that, like, yeah, there's evidence that this is, like... America we were already yeah we already yeah a book about it as a matter of fact so I need to like very quickly move out of my shock and denial yeah 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 I think that I think that my I've got I I think that this is something that I still haven't grappled with yet and I'm not sure exactly how it's going to happen is that I never believe that it's going to change which is why I had used privilege to stop working in politics and I just was like fuck it I don't I can't I'm gonna kill myself I can't do this anymore it was I was just in such a bad way I just didn't know how to deal with it but um I just sort of like let go and was like the system is fucked and this is the way that it is and it's just never gonna change and that's it and I think that with President Obama I you know hope and change is something that was like instilled in us and I think I was able to sort of, sort of start trust the process a little bit more. And yeah. even though I have just massive rage, I'm able to like kind of like put the two together sort of and see that the system doesn't work, but also like try to engage with it in certain ways that I feel maybe are, you know, have an impact. And I think that with Hillary, like I just didn't, I didn't think, I really, I don't know if I ever really thought that she'd 
win. I really never thought that like a woman in would win. In spite of all of your posts, no, but everyone no, turned. No, 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 no. <laughs> to a point. Yeah. And then I did. Yeah. And then I was like, "We're fucking electing this woman." Like, oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like I could, like all of a sudden it hit me that like this is gonna happen in your lifetime, Lauren, and this is who it's gonna be, and you got to get on board because this is exciting and this is so it's so this is such a this is this is she's is she perfect no but is anyone perfect no and like let's this is a change in consciousness and this is so so exciting and like a woman is going to be elected president and she's not a fucking republican right-wing conservative which is the way that i thought if it ever was going to happen would be the way that it happened and all of a sudden it was like, holy fuck, actually, I've been duped. We've all been duped. She's not the person that we've been told that she is. And I just, it hit me and I believed. And it was this like sweet, sweet nectar of like believing. Yeah. And I feel so yeah. ashamed that I allowed myself to believe. And like, almost because I've known better. I've known better for long enough. And like now I'm just like, I, it's such a, and I have to be okay with it. I have to just like release it and move forward and just like get but it's like I just think of like how could I it, no, like I, I, I just never a weirder day in America <sighs> like 9-11 was one thing and <sighs> like obviously I just... we I mean we shouldn't compare them right they're just two different things but like you woke up to the news of something that day this day November 8th 2016 was insane people woke up thrilled <sighs> Dancing on air, wearing pantsuits, wearing white, whatever you so think of crazy. that. Like, people were so excited. <laughs> and also, like, I realized that, like, all these people around me were excited to vote for Hillary for the first time ever that day. I had no idea so many people were even happy to be doing this thing, voting for the first woman president. So, all around me, I was, like, seeing all this enthusiasm and the pantsuit nation facebook group and like all of these testimonials to people's just joy and excitement and telling their daughters and all this stuff and then the day along was this bright beautiful day warmish in new york and the day went along i was knocking on fucking doors and these oh women just like and then like the day ended in the darkest way possible i can't and like i was just in total denial that night i didn't cry a tear because i like didn't believe what was happening and refused to and right anyway i've just never like in terms of like what happens on the national stage i've never seen a day with an arc like that and it like such a devastating Ugh. turn ever and so it was it was really strange and Ugh. you know it was so a lot of people saw it coming but for those who didn't and for those you know I saw some posts about like I had to tell my kids in the morning oh, they, all, so they were all terrible. crying it all was the kids so were crying terrible. so it's like maybe the kids are picking up on their parents emotions sure but I think there were millions of girls around the country who were super excited for the girl president, you know? Like, yeah. that's what they thought. You my my go- niece yeah. started crying, you know? Like, I know that my five-year-old niece who lives in Nashville, when my sister told her, my sisters told her um, that she started crying, and I saw a bunch of other testimonies like that. And so, like, you know, like, we might think we're... 
overreacting like in our grief or whatever but i trust i trust the kids if the kids are that devastated yeah i don't think it's all about them trying to be like their parents it's like they have like these tender little hearts and they knew that something really bad happened yeah it's it was um yeah it was so it's it's still so painful i don't you know yeah yeah it was so I, yeah, and I think that's what I was trying to figure out, like, why I was so... I mean, I was inconsolable. We were, you know, I was so thankful that Becca was here. Yeah, we were and podcast We were going to podcast <laughs> that <laughs> night. <laughs> we thought we were going to... Holy well, fuck. Well, we always knew that it might not happen. Yeah, like, but... We might not hear the results for hours or days or weeks, um, but we thought we were going to have a podcast about the first woman president. Yeah, like, we, like during it, ha- like, as it was <laughs> happening, and, like, we just, like... Yeah, it was brutal. Um... I think that, yeah, once I figured out that it was like, oh, I, the reason I'm so upset is that I allowed myself to, like, believe in even this change, too, like, a continuation of the change, and, like, that maybe that we can break this down while there's still safe space, like, maybe we can dismantle the systems while there's at least, like, safe governing, and safe is so relative, but this is, it's just so, and it's just so, um, it's just such a sad day for America. Yeah. It's just such a sad time. Yeah. It's just such a, we, we, we are better than this in so many ways. Yeah. And, but, and I, and I call upon myself and my sisters and brothers of, you know, every all across this beautiful nation it's just like be better I'd have to be better myself like I have to be better to myself and I have to be better to my people that were created by the bullying patriarchy yeah goodbye we will be on our way yeah it's just like men and women yeah (laughs) men and women heal those parts of you heal 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 that were bullied that were intimidated that weren't taught to be motivated by fear hear those parts and guilt and shame yeah Heal it's all there yeah um not an just, easy task I yeah know. but if you start on that and just fucking, path, yeah then we will have some power to draw from yeah then we can just fight. yeah fight it fight for our fucking lives and we won't be self-sabotaging because we're gonna fight for our fucking lives keep coming back and we're gonna fight for our fucking lives because you better run run, motherfuckers run